<laughs> and again. Mm-hmm. And what we was going through last week. And let me kick off the intro. In order to take accountability for what has passed and what will be, there's no time like presently. So, for all of those with mouths and ears, can we have a moment of your time? You want to gain some perspective. Can we have a piece of your mind? What's up? <laughs> Again, part two, like Frank said. A lot of unspoken business we was delivering to y'all. We're going to finish it up right here, right now. Yeah, yeah. Again, back with us, my lovely lady. We got Kate kind of running us through the really cool last conversation, man. That was actually a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that first round. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool to get some of that. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Just so you guys know, let me let me jump ahead a little bit here. Y'all going to hear it again at the end, but Kate, at Kate's Collab on Instagram, if you guys want to follow her, at Kate's Collab, K-H-S Collabs, short for collaboration. And you guys are going to find that in the description and all that good stuff. But last week's, con- or the conversation we had about the cognitive distortions, it was cool. Um, to be given perspective because you know you can have one way to see something and think it you know to be right and true and then someone else comes along with a whole different mindset and adds more volume to that so today you're getting three perspectives of that shit man and it's pretty it's pretty cool y'all so i'm ready to jump right into it if you are four perspectives man oh uh, here and in, in, in your own and the new one that you formulate for yourself right. that's right Y'all can come share it with us, and then we'll have five. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we um, continue in this conversation with you guys, and I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thank you, you for you. being willing. Mm-hmm. Of course. So we shared two batches so far from the cognitive distortion list. And just to recap, cognitive distortions are just mind frames and mindsets that we find ourselves in and it can make things uncomfortable for not only yourself but others and um they're very they're just very common i think and there's nothing wrong with them necessarily but they can cause challenges so Mm -hmm. just be mindful is all so i have a question so when we talk about cognitive distortion right they're they're and they're giving us a guide on how to be a certain way so that we can interact with others well. Is that what this is all about? Because honestly, like the way I, I mean, I, everybody has the right to feel however they they want to feel. If you, if you guys want to live in a in a world where you believe what you want, what you want to believe, and, and everything close yourself out to everything, like we're only human. So I don't like necessarily feel like it's wrong. But at the same, but at the same time, if you want to be able to live happier with others, you know what I mean. Is that what this is kind of like a guideline for? Like you know, if you if you kind of know these things and, and are aware of these things, you you put yourself in a place where you you mingle well with others. Is that I, is that what you? I would say so. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. I think it creates the opportunity for more understanding and um, it also gives the opportunity to make different choices and respond rather than react. Mm -hmm. I think definitely. I think that's, uh, and then this list wouldn't even really be valid if you were only dealing with yourself. So if you find yourself being someone who is surrounded by other people and you have others crossing your path, then this this list will probably come in handy. If you're living alone on a mountainside, maybe not so much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can picture a, a alternate, a alternated uh, reality version of myself who's, who is like very narcissistic, asking like, "Who are you to tell me what I? <laughs> who are you to tell me what's important? Okay, I'm right and you're wrong." Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, baby, you're small, man. <laughs> Matilda. <laughs> Oh, no, you're good for it. So the reason why there's four different batches is because I did tailor the presentation to be um, formatted to fit on Instagram. Instagram is a very visual site and this list is very visual. And I think 
when someone will be scrolling through and come across this list, it'll probably catch their eyes and that self-reflection will resonate even more when it's right in front of their face. So Instagram only allows you to share a post with 10 images per post. So each slide is 10 or less. So um, this is going to be like our- Very yeah. thoughtful. Hell yeah, thank you. Hey, You're welcome. If you're switching out of the print uh, print industry, you sure you don't want to get into marketing? Yeah, like I feel like I feel like I probably could, and who knows? Oh no, you could. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still young and open. You sound and like you learning. Processes, the wise. I think the really cool thing about any facet of society is that if if you're mindful, you see the impact it has, and so mm -hmm. you can inject interject yourself and participate and make it better so it doesn't matter what you're doing um just just participate um yeah like it thank you so let's go ahead and share the next batch of cognitive distortions Ooh. this is part three and i don't know if anyone noticed before but i do have Piece of your mind podcast on there just in case you happen to come across the podcast and you haven't had the opportunity to follow on instagram yeah super thoughtful it was in our colors too that's dope man yeah absolutely <laughs> i believe in you guys and i'm really happy to add um some some content and some 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 yeah, some value. I appreciate the support, that encouragement. Support, the value, everything, mm -hmm. the time, the energy. Definitely. I appreciate you. Oh, I yeah. appreciate you guys very much. Um, thankful thankful Thursday and for your enjoyment has changed Hector and I's life for sure. Yeah. It really has. Like it I think it's opened up communication and dialogue between us, which was of which was there, but it just opened it even further. So we're thankful for you entering our lives and being more a part of it. And so thank you for including us. I appreciate it. Word <laughs> up. Word <laughs> up, bro. I tell you all the time we talk, Frank, you know that love, man. For yeah, real, was, thank you. Don't to hear from K2, man. It's, yeah, it's been a game changer for me too, man. Just jumping, just going outside of, and you know, this is beautiful, people. Like, get outside of what you're, you get outside of your comfort zone. Thankful Thursday mm -hmm. was me and my, my, my a cousin of mine getting outside of uh, uh, our Joy, Joy Eisley. You guys met her uh, two episodes ago. I love We're getting that outside episode. of our comfort zone and saying we're going to move different and we're going to find our flock. And, you know, long and behold, a lifelong friend is part of my flock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he brought an awesome woman with her, with him. And you know, it, it really has been a hell of a ride, man. We're, we're making moves we, we've, I like I couldn't believe in, um, but just 16 episodes ago, I couldn't even I didn't even believe mm. I can do this. You know what I'm saying? I didn't believe I can be up here and be this comfortable and talk and keep keep a conversation for an hour. So yes, it has been a beautiful thing, Kate and I. And, you know, having you as part of our mastermind has been enlightening too, man. I love I love the perspective you get, mm -hmm. and I'm loving this too. You're giving so much value. Let's go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to just clarify something as a listener. It might be, and might not might. It's probably not clear to your listeners what Thankful Thursday is and what for your enjoyment is. Joy Isley and Frankie started this, and they use a platform called Clubhouse. If you've heard of Clubhouse, then you know. If you haven't, it's just an app you download, and what it pretty much does is generate a group call. And everyone can participate in conversation or listen. I actually went ahead and joined some other random groups I saw in Clubhouse. And it's such a cool place. It's a great place to find community. And so um, if you don't know about Clubhouse, go check it out. Um, and and that's where For Your Enjoyment comes from, the Thankful Thursday Mastermind. And just wanted to clarify that just in case someone wasn't sure what they kept talking about every week with this Thankful Thursday thing. Yeah, I want. Yeah. And I just want to add that. Add to that. Not just not just to find community. It's a great place to find your voice. It's, a, mm -hmm. it's like if you're somebody who struggles with speaking. If you're somebody who struggles with being on the camera, you don't want to be behind the camera, but you 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 have something to say. Everybody has something to say. Come on, you know what I mean. 
you, you have Absolutely. an opinion. You, you know what I mean? And your your opinion is valid. You keeping all this this these gems to yourself. In your words, your words, not not. It, yo, me and you could me and uh, another me and Hector could say the same thing, but they will resonate with the way Hector said it better than I said it. And the same thing could be said about anybody on this earth. There might there's some your your situation, your circumstances, the way you grew up. It's not exactly the same as everybody else's, but there are some things people can relate to that you've been through that I can't explain it to them. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be able to. You know what I mean? I could say I could say this almost the same exact thing, but they wouldn't. It wouldn't. It just wouldn't register the same. They're waiting for you. Go find your voice. Find your community. Find your platform. Mm-hmm. Share your perspective and be open to others. That's yes, yes. that that's the most important part. I think that's what I pull away most from Clubhouse. Is that um, I go in there knowing and confident that my opinion is going to be respected and received. That not only is it going to be heard, but I'm going to have someone willing to indulge their ideas and their thought process more into mine and help me expand on it. Or maybe just tell me, man, that was a good point. Thank you. And like you'll always feel validated in that group. You'll always feel like you're listened uh, to, you're, you're understood. And, you know, we operate with a lot of like-minded individuals in there. And so, yeah, Thankful Thursday has been just incredible, an incredible change to my life. And, you know, I, I'm one, I can hold a conversation. I've always liked doing that. That's, you know, the thing that really gets me going, but I definitely was more so with who am I having this conversation with? Cause I wasn't willing to do that with just anyone, everyone. Um, and so being in thankful thursday um opened my mind up to the idea you know and me and frankie kind of chased piece of your mind and so now we're having conversations weekly uh more so than that you know uh frankie and i have a lot of a lot of pre post-production conversations um but the ones that yeah that's right so and and the ones that we get up on here um we get to you know kind of explain in further detail um you know the more intricacies of what our life detail so we get to share that and then we get to share some of the beautiful people that we have met um, through that. And so, you know, you guys did just get to see Joy Isley up here and that energy and that just that that ability to command and per, pursue things that she wanted. And and now you're getting to, you know, witness my better half, you know, having Kate Lane up here and just understanding, you know, the the level of kindness that she's willing to give to this world and understanding so that's what Clubhouse has done for all of us. It's just kind of given us a a little bit a little bit more quality of life, if you will. You know, we've been able to have better experiences and better understanding of ourselves and those around us that mean us well. Hey, Kate, so. thank you for bringing that in. Thank you for bringing that up, man. Mm-hmm. I'm starting that clarification. Yeah, as a listener of the show, since you guys started, I kind of pretend that I don't know you guys when I'm listening. So that way I can... Um, like I, like I, I think Hector mentioned it before. I don't really want him to tell me what's going to be discussed because I want to hear it fresh. So I kind of pretend if I didn't know what Thankful Thursday was, I wouldn't know what the heck you guys were talking about. So I wanted mm-hmm. to help the listener have a little bit more background information. Yo, yo, Kate, Appreciate that. You yeah. sound like yo, Kate. I mean, if you want to get out of the print industry, man, like. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be listening to you and watching you because you seem like a very uh, talented person, a very uh, in tune, mindful person. Like the the tell for you to even say, okay, yeah, we watch we watch the show. I watch the show, but I also try to watch it as if I don't know you guys and and give us some. You just gave us perspective from a, like it was you, but you were you you put yourself in somebody else's shoes, somebody who doesn't know us. You know what I mean? And that's dope, yo. You was able to even. You know, chime in and tell us. You know, hey, look, let these people know what, what, what you guys always talk about. I'm thankful, but thankful Thursday. That's dope. I appreciate it. I love podcasts. I think they're amazing, and I love, um, I, I, I love having you guys as part of my normal listening. So, uh, yeah, it's no problem. I'm just, I'm already an avid podcast listener. So, um, I just, I guess, there's <laughs> times where I listen to other podcasts, and I'm like, I don't even. And I just didn't want that to happen to any of your listeners. I appreciate it. We mm-hmm. appreciate it. Of course. Right, without further ado, I'm gonna we're gonna stop interrupting and talking. <laughs> Get right in. <laughs> thank, thank you guys for being so kind, though. So um, here we go. This is part three, um, and 
filtering is another cognitive distortion. Hearing only parts of the whole message, screening for information that you want to hear. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely something I, I've, I've seen or felt like I've, I've had been part of in like arguments. You know what I mean? Heated, heated arguments, heated debates. It's like, you know, the person's not even, they're hearing bits and pieces of what you, mm -hmm. I, children do that a lot. Children yeah. do that a lot. Like, you know, little kids. Um, you know, it makes me think of Charlie Brown. You know how, like, on Charlie Brown, uh, like, when I was old, you know, the kids, yeah. <laughs> the kids do that. Like, I remember I was telling, um, I was telling, uh, I can't remember what kid it was, but I was telling them, like, you know, it was something they did, and I was going on about something, and I said, look, you know, if, if you if you can't do this, then, you know, you know, I can't give you, you know, you, you can't be eating all that candy or something like that. The, the kid went and grabbed his bag of candy and handed it to me with this, this angry face and this sad face. I'm like, yeah, what you, what you what are you doing? I didn't tell him to give me a candy. I'm like, what are you doing? You said I can't have any candy. I'm like, bro, did you listen to anything I just said? What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, kids are definitely notorious, man. I, I, <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's for real. Hey, if kids are notorious for that, right? And we're adults and we do stuff like that. Are we Childish. Mm. Mm. Call That's what we're trying to discover, right? That's right. I, thought, I find that uh, hard because I'm like, well, gosh, why would you label like a difficult, capable person as a child when child children are amazing? Like they <laughs> even know <laughs> But then I start to think, well, okay, when we say the term childish, aren't we really just saying, when we acknowledge, we acknowledge that children haven't processed things fully because they haven't even learned half of what we've learned. Yeah, yeah. They when, haven't when had I say a chance. They haven't had a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I say it, I definitely mean it like, when I say childish, for a child, is the excuse is they don't have the experience. So yep. it's actually not an attack on on children when I think of it. When to say if you if, if I'm 36, and but I'm still reacting, reacting the same way a child would, even with all my life experience. Then, bro, you're being childlike. You're being childish. Think a little deeper. You know, go be go beyond the, the childish the childish thought that come first, and think as an adult. Think as a uh, somebody who lived life a little bit. You know, because you can, you're allowed to. Yeah, like your experience here is impactful, so please acknowledge that and and own it. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely, that's beautiful. Yeah, no, no, no attacks on the on the kids, man. You guys, oh kids, no, no, are amazing. Kids are dope, man. Yeah, and I didn't take it that you were doing that. By the way. <laughs> I just, yeah. Okay, so global labeling is the next one. To label something based on a grain of truth that is not fully representative of the big picture. To label something based on a grain of truth. Okay. To label something on the base of grain of truth that is not fully read. So this one is probably like an older, older relative of... Um, what was the other one that kind of did this? Yeah, that's something like something familiar that we, we went over already in the, in the last episode, right? Yeah, I can't remember at this moment. Maybe I lost it. Something based on the grain. So it's, it's like when you're not trying to, it's almost like that filter one too, right? Like, wow, that's an argument. But you're, you're just picking out, you, and this one, you're just picking out um, bits and pieces and not and not getting the bigger picture though, right? Right, correct. I, I think, I think um, the best way for me to kind of tie this into something else would be kind of like stereotypes. Um you know, you hear all the stereotypes about, I'm not even going to say any of them, but you guys can probably think of some stereotypes. And then you hear that stereotype, you see this person or this individual or this culture, and then you think that thing to be true is, you know, this is all of them. And it's, maybe it's just that one person, but because that one person's acting like that, and that stereotype exists, all of them are like that. And at least that's how I'm kind of uh, I, 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 think I, could, I think I can see where that 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 kind of ties with that. You know, I, I was on, I was actually kind of going towards like maybe this is something like lawyers use. You know what I mean? Mm. 
you know, I mean, I guess depending on if you're the uh, the defending lawyer or the the, um, the the lawyer on the opposite end. But I feel like this is probably they turned it into a skill and they probably use this get, mm. get little little bits and pieces so you can get them to see see their side kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. If it's like a workplace or even like if we want to put ourselves back when we were in school and like rumors will go around that kind of thing, you know, accepting, um, accepting a small truth and magnifying it to avoid what the real big picture truth might be. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> grandiosity. Grandiosity. Exaggerated thinking, making things more significant or important that than they need to be. So I have a typo there. Okay. Exaggerating thinking, exaggerated thinking. So that's that's like is that almost like thinking like uh, something's more impossible than it actually is. Then kind of thing. I feel like I feel like this one is like you know you didn't fold the laundry so you don't love me. You know you make it this big ass like. It, it's not that, you know, I didn't fold the laundry because I was tired or I didn't do the dishes because I was tired, not because I don't give a shit about our home. I feel like it's you just make things way more impactful than, you know, I, I just wasn't feeling good. I didn't do it kind of thing. Or you could probably, you know, apply that in a lot of different other scenarios, but just yeah. turning something up to, you know, going from zero to 100 real quick kind of thing. You know, it's I feel like that's what this one. Okay. What about you, Kate? You think you agree? Think, think something different? Just picturing like when you see like a little critter like running around on the ground, and then you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's could be that kind of thing too, maybe." Exaggerated thinking, though. That's the part that exaggerated thinking, making more significant, important, making things more significant and important than they need to be. So it, it, but is, is thinking not a big part of it though? Is it, or is this like an action? Is it the way, this is about the way you think though, right? Exaggerated thinking? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking is that's what it's most focused on is that thinking aspect of it. Okay. Yeah. That's what's cool about these, man. They're open to interpretation, you know? Yeah. And it's fun to really discuss this with you guys because you guys have both intelligent minds and being able to kind of go left to right, you know, back down center with everything that we just pulled along the aisles. Like, it's kind of cool to come up with some examples or ideas and where this is applicable or where this did happen. That's, that's hey, cool. That, that being said, man, we, we can stay in the game some more perspective, man. So you guys let you guys tune in. You guys uh find us on our Instagram. You know, message us however you can. Let us know what you think as well. Let's start a conversation Word. in the chat. All right, what's next? Heaven's reward. You expect all your efforts to pay off with a reward and resent it when no reward is granted. Mm. Mm. I've seen that one. No one can no one can just do something for anyone out of love. You gotta do it because you owe me something. I need to get you need to owe me back or pay me back or you know, I did you a favor, now you gotta owe me a favor. Game. no one really operates much without just i did it because i love you and that's that i don't need anything in, in return apply it to your job like if you're operating out of expecting to be acknowledged all the time rather than mm -hmm. just being intentful and just doing your job because you want to yeah i'll I tell you you can't have this one as an entrepreneur i'll tell you that one this <laughs> this one right here would be very hard if you're an entrepreneur because and I, I can I can tell you I've been there. Like I go freaking make a new video of content, I post it up, I'm like, all right, we about to get all the viewers, where they at? <laughs> we get all get but two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Word. You cannot be an entrepreneur with this one, man. Your life will be hell. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yes, that is a awesome. <laughs> Okay, the next one is justifying. You believe you are entitled to act the way you do due to circumstances. So what you, so whatever happens if someone has a problem with it, you're gonna be able to tell them why they shouldn't have a problem with it because you had the right to do what you did. 
Yeah. Like so like in our last episode, um, we pulled up one entitlement. Entitlement was one. And I was yeah. saying, you know, someone oh, I've been through something. Um, so I can do that's kind of just what justification is. I've been through it, so I can get away with this, you know, attitude yeah. kind of thing. And that's exactly what this is. So you know, I've yeah. Seen, I've, I've, been, I've seen this work. How can I put this? I've seen this work in a way where somebody else was justifying another person's action. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I guess trying to get us to see, be okay with it because they're okay with it. Or, like, how can I say it? They don't want the person to get in trouble. They don't want the person to be viewed a certain way. So mm. instead of, um, or, you know, instead of, uh, you know, being true to that person and true to themselves, they they justify what that person did to try to make it okay and try to be okay with what they did, too, sometimes. Yeah. Try to keep the peace. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you try to be okay with what they did. Like, right. You know what I mean? Yep. Justify it. Yep. That's good. That's real good. We all those toxic relationships, man. We all need to. We don't. We don't need to be nowhere toxic. Mm-mm. We need nobody that bad. Yep. Absolutely, I agree with that. Okay. Let's see. I'm on the wrong thing here. Mind reading to think you know what others are thinking without checking it out first. Mm. That one, it's very like similar a to assuming. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, that one, that one's a, um, a little, a little difficult for me. I, I want to say because, like, to think you know what others are thinking without checking it out first. Are they talking about like when you say others? Are they talking about like the masses, or is it like if I'm talking about like Hector? Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I like if I have a thought. And I say I'm gonna pass it to Hector, you know, because I know Hector so well. I, I could probably, I could probably tell what he's thinking. You know what I mean? Or like, mm-hmm. I know what he's gonna say. That, but they, they can't mean it in that capacity. They, they think they mean it on a more broad scale. Like you, you, you just feel like everybody. You know what they're, you know what they're thinking. You know what they're, you know what they're gonna say, kind of thing. Yeah, it seems very self-conscious. Like so, like let's say you have. Um... You know, you have a perception about how something is happening. Like, let's say it's at work and something happened that wasn't supposed to happen. And so you just automatically assume that everyone's annoyed or mad at you. So you'll just do everything you can to fix it before anyone even knows it happened. That kind of thing. Instead of mm. looking looking for teamwork and help to solve the problem. Okay. Just, you know, maybe that, are... that could be. That could be yeah, good. no, that feels like a really good way you just put that. I agree with that. Yeah. 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 Okay, so then minimizing. I feel like just before I read it, this is one that I think I did the most and I still do. Like, you know, like I'm going to just give you my reaction to this and then I'll read the definition. You have it in front of you so you could read it yourself too. But like just always acting like it's my, it's minimizing. So just, you know, it's all good. No worries. Uh, you know, like just I, I feel like I operate that way all the time, and so, um, you know try, what? I'm trying not to. You, you know what? I could now, now. We we all can be guilty of every last thing out there, right? Yeah, mm. we have done it, we experienced it, we felt it, or, or whatever. Some still so, do it. Some still <laughs> do it, yeah. But uh, a person, okay, a person who made this a habit, right? And they made other things on this list a habit at their convenience, mm. like. Now we're talking. Now we're now we're back to talking narcissism, uh, narcissism, right? When when the moment comes and um, it's a little matter, what you want to make it about you or whatever, you make that little matter big. When when a, when it's a, an important thing that that you did you did wrong, you make it sound insignificant, little, you sugarcoat it, like you know what I mean. You're never to blame. You know what I mean? Or, like, or if no. someone does something bad to you. And you don't want them to like think it really impacted you. You're like, no, no, it's mm-hmm. it's okay. Like, no big yep. deal. Like, oh yeah, that's a whole different. Yeah, that's a whole different uh, way to think about it too. Yeah, it fits under the same category, but it's the whole other side of that spectrum. That's I know that's something I struggle with too. Um, and I know it's usually with the words, "I'm okay." No, I'm not always okay, but I always say I'm okay. Um, and I know that that's something that's troubling because I'm not allowing my partner to have the ability to help me figure out what's okay, you know, because I minimize it. I tell myself it's, it's not worth it. 
I'm not going to trouble me. I'm not going to trouble you. I'm okay. And I'm like dying inside about something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we all, yeah, we all do that shit. So. You know what? Heck, I, I like that because that actually makes me think of um, I, my lady's like that. She she I'm okay. Like you know what I mean? That that's that's her way of uh, dealing with me. She'll just say she's okay. And, and you know what's crazy? I'm I'm like starting to learn that like just because you say you're okay doesn't really mean it's you're okay. That that's that's our way. That's a that's a very human way of of dealing with with problems. Like you know what I mean? You don't want to. It's almost like a. You want to like say you want to speak your truth. Let's say you you're, you're dealing with somebody. You want to speak your truth, but you know if you spoke it, if you spoke your truth, that person's gonna fly off the handle or something. And you just rather avoid that. So you just you just be like, you know what? It's okay. I'm okay. Yep. Like you yeah, know, because what I mean? you were you're practicing mind reading. You think you know how yeah. to exactly receive it, so then you just choose to minimize Damn. it. <laughs> that's good stuff that's it it could be on the other end too someone who is um technically an abuser i would call someone who has yes. a narcissistic um approach to be known to be abusive um mentally so if like you said at the beginning someone who is narcissistic could use this as a tool to discredit someone else's experience and not mm-hmm. make it feel like it's as impactful as it was so right. we can do this to ourselves and others can do it to us. And so just be aware of that. If you feel like something's any of these are being done specifically this one, for some reason, it just feels at least for me personally, like I've had people do it to me and I've done it to myself and it does not feel good. You know what? I would like to say too, anybody who who's done this as a means to keep the peace, right? Yeah. Like, and we, a lot of us do it. We do this in the workplace. We do this, you know, with our children. We do it with our spouse. Like we, we figure out a way to keep some kind of peace, keep a keep a peace of mind for ourselves in a situation. And during certain times and circumstances, I feel like that's okay. But at some point, you gotta really, you gotta really want to find your peace, like, like, like your like a real sense of peace, not a not a. a um, uh, uh, how can I say it? Like you, like a, a satisfactory, like, like you, you can be okay with this. No, you want to be great. We want you. I want you to be great. I want to be great. I want to feel great. I want to. You know what I mean? And- I feel. I feel like those who don't have um experience enforcing or even knowing their boundaries, this is one where they suffer a lot. And I think that's where I've been most of my life. But I've been learning how to number one, even know what my boundaries are, and number two practice enforcing them and so um that's exactly what I, think I was going exactly that's how i received it if yeah yeah, yeah. it's a big one y'all everybody out there just look for where this is happening in your life whether someone's doing it to you or you're doing it to yourself or you're doing it to someone else man again that accountability is a big part of this list you have to have some accountability to understand that this is something that there's a good chance that a lot of these are affecting you in your daily lives. Um, yeah, man, I, I know I suffered minimizing um, that we all have. Like I said, just just really just tune in to yourself, man. And just, yeah, if it's happening, figure a way out to not make it happen because this yeah, one is you, damaging. You could definitely figure it out because you know what? Anybody who has figured out a way to keep a peace of mind in a situation at some point in time in their life, you are a strategist, okay? Mm-hmm. Because as opposed to reacting to those situations, you found a way to respond. It's not the most way. It's not the way that makes you feel the most at peace, but you can deal with it. But that's not that's not the true. That's not finding true peace. You know what I mean? You you have to clear those things out of your life. You know what I mean? Or or get away from it or talk about it till it change till something change but real peace is when real peace is when you don't have to come up with a solution like that and and and, and, and you could you know be at peace and at home or whatever you know what i mean yeah. word and if you don't believe it we believe in you because that's why we're your podcast accountability partners if right. you're listening to this shit we believe in you we know right. that that change is capable so and absolutely <laughs> i agree with all of that it made me really think about the the name of this list again the name of the list is, co- is cognitive distortions and distortions are a false reality 
So mm-hmm. if you are constantly minimizing, you're denying the opportunity for a true, a, a more true to you reality to a, a, some emerge, you know? Word. Word. So. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. Damn. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. This list is fire, dude. Jeez, man. It's so good. Oh, okay. this one. Woo. My way or no way. You demand things to be your way without compromising or flexibility. You have a plan and that's that. That's that. That's that. I think that's pretty self-explanatory, right? Yeah. yeah. My way it just no way. it just doesn't sound like very much fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> I can picture being that I, I can remember being that person too, or feeling that way anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I mean I know I get stubborn way. sometimes. I I get that. Like, kind of right now, even I'm like, I have a list. I'm trying to go through it. We have to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I feel you guys. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> uh, so that's the end of the third batch. Um, so being aware of cognitive distortions not only helps you understand your own reactions better, but they can really help you interpret others in times of conflict. That's real good. Yes. Yes. Hey, man, you do real good with these presentations right here. Killing it. She killing it, dog. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This All right, cool, I'm man. moving on to part four. Our final frame. Here we go, y'all. Yo, okay, you, you want to you be a director of a podcast? <laughs> yeah, right? You know, well, Listen, I, was man. Thinking, I was thinking about it this morning. I was like, um, it would be really cool because when someone is a, like a producer, they're with you while you're mm-hmm. recording. So that way, like, if you guys needed something, like, confirmed, like, if you guys are talking about a fact, you could have someone look it up and confirm that fact or confirm a a link or a website or something. Let me tell y'all, we're on Riverside, and Riverside has a producer mode. So throwing that out there, there is a mode for that. There is an option for that. (laughs) And I wouldn't mind it. I I think it would be fucking amazing. (laughs) Well, you never know. That would be pretty cool, though. All right. right, so narcissism, which was brought up several that's, times that's, because it's the crown jewel, man. Yeah. So <laughs> only thinking of yourself at others' expense. It's all about me, me, me. That's the kind of attitude you frame yourself in. Mm. That's self-explanatory to all of them. You centered yourself at all of these things and no one else you matters. Want- do you want to hear something crazy that isn't defined here that I think also enca- encapsulates this? We, I think in society, that term narcissism is thrown around a lot. Mm-hmm. So they have this attitude of just worried about themselves. But the crazy thing is, is that people who are labeled under this kind of mindset, they have zero accountability. They mm-hmm. They're all about themselves, but when if, if they did something wrong, that's not possible. So, right, right. Anyways, yeah. you know, I know I brought up narcissism, narcissism a few times um, in this episode and last episode, and it's because I actually was like really trying to dive deep into it um, after a conversation we had on Thanksgiving Thursday. I was just like really like studying it and stuff like that, and um. And, you know, you guys can tell me what you guys think about this, but the people that, that suffer from narcissism, right, they they um, they um say there's like, uh, I don't know what they call it, but like the other side, the opposite coin of, the opposite side of ego is like humbleness, right? And a person who's, um, you know, narcissistic, I feel like they, they really lie more heavily on their the ego side of who they are and not so much on the humble side right and i do believe it's also that's also you also become that way because of situations because of life circumstances this is how you learn to respond is in this like in this ego like way like i'm not taking this from nobody like, you know what i'm saying which is which i, I, I in a, in a sense right you can almost appreciate that about somebody right you, you can actually yeah. you can actually appreciate that about somebody because then you also have people on the other spectrum who are just way too humble mm-hmm. right and they take all the shit from everybody too the much modesty person did not he didn't want to be that or she didn't want to be that person so bad that this is and they didn't know how to maybe find the middle so this is how they re, this is how they learn to, to respond and react to everything 
it's, uh, with this ego response, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what exactly. you know, I kind of feel like I pulled from the, like my little studies. Yeah, no, that's a good point. It's that's a real cool. good point. These are all, these are all ways to operate that have kept you safe at some point and they can yeah. still keep you safe, but they shouldn't be your main defaults. Like we were saying right. before. And you know what guys, like, I also hear a lot of uh, bad mouthing on the um, the ego and like, you know, when, when you hear about the ego, people always make it sound like it's such a bad thing. Yo, some people, some of us, we need more of our ego, okay? Listen, they- I, I'm, I'm a gamer, man. And we all, every one of us alive has have, has heard of the Legend of Zelda. That game's been around forever. You think about the Triforce, right? You got wisdom, you got power. And you got courage, man. So when you operate in this life, you need to have all three. That power is that ego. You, That sense of self has to be there. You have to love yourself, right? You got to love thyself because if you can't love you, you cannot love someone else. So yeah. it's a balance, man. It's an equal balance. I, uh, so, I definitely yeah. <laughs> want to put out there to, to, uh, to let anybody know who's, who's suffering with uh, narcissism, man. I'm not, I'm not here to beat you up, okay? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not here to beat you up, man. I... I I understand. I really think I do think it's dope that you know you you figured out a way to protect your you know yourself you know and who, who you are. But people who are too humble, time to come up. People who are too high up, it's time to come down a little bit. Don't, but don't go too far right. down. Mm-hmm. You got to find a medium, a, a middle. Yourself is important. Self is important, but it's not the only thing. You know what Word. I mean? Right. Stuff. Good stuff. Okay, negative anticipation. I this told y'all one, about this one. Yeah. <laughs> you expect an event to turn out bad before you even get to it. Mm. And this comes from assuming. Um, this one comes from catastrophizing. This one comes from blaming. This one comes from a whole lot of shit because you start to think, ah, oh, well, that's going to go bad because of that person and this situation and da 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 I'm bad. I'm guilty of this one, for sure, for sure, for you sure. Know what? I can't say I never, I never anticipated um, nothing to be negative, but it's definitely not a. Um, it's not a. I guess I, I want to say in most situations, it's not like a first response for me. I don't. I, I. I always found myself to be a pretty optimistic person. You know what I mean. So I can't really say I, I battled this one myself too much. <clears throat> But I, I definitely, I feel like I can understand it though. Like, you know what I mean? Just expecting the worst all the time. Like, you know, I, I <laughs> me, I like to, um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't like to expect the worst. I don't like to think the worst. I don't like to be in a negative place. That's, that's, that's me. And I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's out of fear. I don't know if that's out of just not liking the feeling, but I don't like to be in a, a negative place. So if there's a, if I could figure out a way to force my mind out of thinking that way, negative anticipation, I do. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll do it. You know what I mean? I respect if I got to study until I believe in myself, if I got to affirm, you know what I mean? Do some, some some spoken word affirmations, I'll do that until I believe in, until I believe. And You know what I mean? But yeah, ne- negative anticipation, I could definitely understand it. I'm going to go left real quick. Uh, we just watched another Studio Ghibli movie and it was the, the Cat Returns, I think. And we didn't quite like it so much, but there was a part in there that they just kept repeating, and it didn't really make sense until just right now. But the 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 plot is that this girl went to another world-ish, and she started to lose a sense of self. And they kept telling her, as long as you believe in yourself, you'll be fine. And, uh, yeah, sometimes you kind of end up somewhere where things are a little less favorable, you know, a little, little confusing, a little irregular, and you start to wonder and worry and question. But if you believe in you, you're good. You're good for it. Yeah. So, uh. You know, I can tell you a, a story about when I was going for my uh, my learner's permit. Young young people, young people, okay? <laughs> when I was going for my, my learner's permit, I actually, I didn't have any, um, I can't say I, I, I had neg- negative anticipation, but I, de- I definitely didn't formulate any belief in myself prior to. And this was just a mm-hmm. written test. I end up I end up failing that written test. I didn't like the feeling. <laughs> I don't fell into the written test. I didn't like the feeling. And um I decided not to go back for it. But when I went for my driving test, I was prepared. I said, yo, 
today I'm getting my driver's license. That was my yeah. attitude that day, bro. You, you come you know, in with your chin up. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting my driver's license today. Like, That's what? It. You yeah. could have told me nothing. You could have told me that was before getting it, and I got it. You know what I mean? Word. Got it. Word. Got to believe. believe yourself sometimes. It makes all the That's difference. It. That's yeah, it. this one here really makes me resonate that if you've just been in an unhealthy situation so many times, but you it's somewhere that's kind of reoccurring and you have to go back again, you're just like pretty much like fuck. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um so then yeah. if you set boundaries, you won't have to worry about it. Word. Um Word. so normalizing to portray things as normal and okay when they are not. So this is very similar, similar. to minimizing. I feel like I do this one also. You know this what? No, normalizing. This this makes me think of um. This makes me think of America as a whole, right? Mm. Like, mm. It, 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 it makes me think of America yeah. as a whole because when you go from household to household, what's normal to, to to each of us is maybe a little different. Like you go to somebody's house and like shouting and screaming is a regular thing, and you know what I mean and. That, you know, in, in turn, when they leave that household and venture off on their own and they get in relationships and, and uh, you know, they get into situations, they yell and scream. And that's normal to them. Mm-hmm. And they will and they will normalize it. Like, what? This is what everybody do. Like, don't all families argue? You know what I'm saying? Don't we all yell and scream? <laughs> and then the other person's looking at you, like, terrified. Like, no. No, we don't do that. That's <laughs> <It's> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get through them. let's let's what's up on there oh okay um let's see over generalization coming to a general conclusion based on a single incident or fact so honestly these are starting to feel a little repetitive this is really similar to like assuming and another yeah. one we had before but it's because you know like frankie was saying we, we yeah. you say it differently you might hear it differently kind of thing yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this brought me back to the lawyer again <laughs> yeah yeah trying to persuade general... persuade the masses mm-hmm. yeah this, this reminds yeah. me of lawyering again too i think this is a skill they use all the time right here man Oof. hey, hey you Which know what that's pretty cool you can you, you can make these things pretty powerful man become a lawyer <laughs> yeah you Absolutely. can make these things pretty powerful and you know <laughs> yeah especially if you know how to play the game um Personalization. You take things personally, thinking everything is about you, whether it's positive or negative. Hmm. Oh, okay. That that definitely um, relates to the ego a, a lot, and it relates to like our inner child. Um, one of the things I've one of the things I've um, I've learned from this book, uh, Shadow Works by Danielle Ma- Daniel Matthew Danielle Matthew. Very good okay. book. Um, one of the things I've learned is that. Um, Children are very egocentric, right? And um, it's, 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 um, children are very egocentric. So no matter what's going on in the house, they feel like they're at fault. And when I read that, it actually, it actually resonated with me a lot. Like, you know, I could, you know, again, I didn't come from a, a, a super hostile back um, household, but I can remember like sitting at the top of the stairs and hearing my parents arguing about whatever. I don't know what the hell they was arguing about. But feeling like somehow I was to blame. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was my fault. I just, you know, it had nothing to do with me, but I felt like it did. I can remember being that child. You know what I mean? The personalization, man, that, that might stem from something like that. Then. Yeah. Like, taking things personal. You never learn how to, like, get get out of, see, see from, get out of your own head, your own head, your own shoes, and put yourself in somebody else's. I would definitely say that this is something that is applicable to a damaged ego or one that's still developing. Yeah. For sure. No. I wanted, I've heard you bring up that book several times. So I wanted to. Because I like it. <laughs> share just a visual on it. So Shadow Work by Danielle Massey. Kate is so freaking dope, man. Um, She's on it, bro. Producer, man. Like this, man. Oh, yeah. It looks like a really good book. This is a really good book, man. Face hidden fears, heal trauma, awaken your dream life. It's definitely very much aligned with 
cognitive distortions. Distortion, because, yeah, oh yeah. Because I do think that, like you were saying a moment ago, Frankie, that a lot of these mind frames come from a place of wanting to feel safe. And they do stem from times in our life, whether it was childhood or, or recent relationships where we did not feel safe. So we yeah. do these things to deflect and... Um, yeah, so I could see how shadow work really could tie into that. That's very cool. We are just just a mind reminder, guys. We're uh, we're rounding in there hour, and we still got a few slides. So I just want to make sure we're getting All we're right. getting our people to see those. Okay, cool. Not even realizing. All right, next we'll, one. We'll say real quick before because I don't want just anyone. Any, anybody can just pick up the book. I think it's a really good book, but I really feel I also feel. If I was in a different headspace when I read the book, I wouldn't have cared for it. You know what I mean? So you, that's you gotta, true to anything. Yeah, you gotta really want this. Um, I think you you gotta want some healing. You gotta want some mm-hmm. healing. You want you gotta want to get over your traumas. You gotta be at a place. You you have to be at a place where you know you know what your piece is. You know what I mean? Before you start doing. This is my personal opinion. You know what I mean? She Daniel Matthews more the professional. She could probably t- tell you otherwise. But my my personal opinion is. You you gotta be at it's 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 good when you can come from a place where you already know what peace feels like, right? Mm-hmm. Because um one of the things about um our traumas and and, and facing them is yo the, the thought of our traumas is chaotic and the way we're living is is in chaos is is chaotic. You know what I'm saying? So we haven't had a chance to really get a break. You know what I mean? We haven't we haven't gotten a break from the, the thoughts of our past and we haven't gotten a break in our present. That's why it's important to find that peace. Because when you start revisiting your traumas, like and you starting to feel your heart race pump up, if you know what peace is, you know how to you could then take a deep breath, in you know, inhale, exhale, and you'll calm back down because you you you'll 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 say to yourself, like, wait, I'm I'm just revisiting this this in memory. I don't have to be there emotionally. You know what I'm saying, and that's that's one of the um the more one of the most most powerful things I felt like in my experience for me because I'll go revisit a thing and then I feel myself getting worked up, but then I have to remind myself like, wait, this is just a thought. I don't have to get all into it that much. I don't have to feel like I just want to observe it. I want to learn from it. I want to you know be able to let it go. You know what I mean? Really important you said there was pairing that thought with a physical reaction, so it can show up in in your head it could show up in your throat your chest mm. your gut your cheek even it could it shows up in different places and if you if you pair those two things then you could say okay i feel pain here because of this thought what can i do to reframe and and change that so i don't have to feel this way yeah. that's really cool that's beautiful very cool that's cool that you pointed that out I wanted to, before we can, there's only a few more slides left. Um, I think it's really important to also do the definition of accountability. You guys talk about being accountability partners. And honestly, I don't know if everyone even knows what that means. So accountability really is the acceptance of responsibility for your own actions. It implies a willingness to be transparent, allowing others to observe and evaluate one's performance. So this means that even if you are wrong, you're okay with it and you own it. Yeah. And so um, this whole list doesn't work if you are aware that you need to be accountable. You know what? Let's look up the the meaning of accountability partners too. Yeah, absolutely. We are an accountability partner podcast here, guys. We're looking to be your accountability partners. Hector is my accountability partner. Kate is now my accountability partner. I am Kate's accountability partner. So an accountability partner is someone who supports another person to keep a commitment or maintain a progress or maintain progress on a desired goal. They will often be a trusted friend or acquaintance who regularly asks an individual about their progress or receives confessions or moral wrongdoing. So this could be um, a coach. It could be someone in your church it could be a parent it could be a friend it could be a partner it could even be your child if you're a parent it could it could be you as a parent Mm -hmm. it could be it could be anyone that you're willing to trust and think about that word accountability partner so that's that means 
an individual and someone else. So like Kate was just saying, you know, it could even be a parent, you know, you know, Frankie and I and Kate, you know, Frankie and I have teenagers. Kate has a seven year old. Um, and I am a father that, you know, I'm not perfect. Um, and I, I give a damn about how I do it. Um, and if I'm doing something wrong, I am more than okay with my kid telling me what I'm doing wrong. You know, we have that open communication where if I misunderstood him, he has power to tell me and I'm not going to get pissy or hurt or feel like it's being personally, you know, charged at me to attack my character. No, I'm just, what, what did I mess up on? Tell me what's up. Bub. And yeah. then that's it. You know, that's, that's what being accountable is, is being okay with that. So, yeah, I feel like we should finish out those last few. I know, I know we got about, you know, five minutes to the hour. We, we're okay with going over, but these things are insightful, man. There's just so much. And I want to make sure everyone has a full list. And, you know, here's the thing, y'all. It's a, I say full list. There may be more out there that this list doesn't necessarily encompass. And so if you have more, if you know more, you know, feel free to share. Feel free to educate yourself on them. Um, but what we got, we definitely want to make sure we get to all of y'all out there. Yeah, so you and so shadow work, you wouldn't be able to receive that unless you were ready. Cognitive distortions, you wouldn't be able to receive them unless you're ready. So mm -hmm. if these are if these are going over your head, that's okay. It's totally fine. You you'll you'll be able to receive these things when you can. So um, the next one after personalization is polarized thinking. Black and white thinking, either or positions. Things are all good or all bad. There's no in between. There's no gray. Hmm. Self-explanatory, that one. Uh, shoulds. Operating from a list of flexible, inflexible. Inf operating from a list of inflexible, rigid rules of how you and others are to act. This is kind of like the fallacy of control yep. also. Yeah, Yep. That this person should do this, or if I was that person, I would do this. That kind of that kind of talking and stuff. Yeah, it yeah, seems being, like it. Honestly, it sounds like being kind of judgmental mm. in a way. Mm. Yeah, you know what? I can picture this this being like the, mm. the person who's uh, who 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 knows all the right things to do, but don't even actually do them do them themselves. Probably, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have all the advice for everybody else, but they, you know what I mean? They're not following their own. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. And then uh, victim stamps. Feeling sorry for yourself. You're in a pity party. Viewing yourself as the victim. Uh, I know I've done this before. For sure. Uh, um, try not to, but I have. That's a scary one right there, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is. Absolutely is. You know, feeling, feeling like a victim, like, I don't know how people could, I don't know how people could stay there. Like, you know what I mean? And I, I mean, I know it's not, I'm only one person, you know what I mean? So I, I know I, I probably can't feel everything or understand everything, but like, I, you know, I mean, I know some circumstances probably lead you there and that's just how you went about life. But like, I, that's not a place I, I that's definitely not a, an emotion I want to feel frequently. Mm -hmm all the time it's definitely not something i want in me all the time yeah and the people that do it's uh like you said it's very scary yeah i don't even want people feeling sad for me all the time like you know what i mean like don't feel sad for me absolutely yep yep um so guys hmm. that was actually the last one hey so, so i have one more slide and it's just bringing it full circle to go over the definitions of cognitive and distortion. So I'm going to take that opportunity to read the definitions again. So cognitive is relating to being or involving conscious intellectual activity. So what does that mean? You know, thinking, reasoning, or remembering. So cognitive is pretty much participating in awareness. Distortion is the act of twisting or altering something out of its true natural natural or original state, the act of distorting. So like, let's say you um, take a photo and you have fun filters and stuff. Those are distortions, you know, mm. 
making things abstract, not what they originally were. Mm-hmm. So um, my last question or thought on this whole list was, do any of these cognitive distortions ring for you? We've been kind of acting that and implying that through this whole conversation. But let us know. Let Peace of Your Mind podcast know. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Word. Yep. I feel like y'all. He's dope, man. Yeah, man. I got lucky, man. I got real lucky. (laughs) No, probably not. But thank you, guys. Thank you for hyping me up. I appreciate that interview. Being modest. Um, no, I mean, it, it's awesome, man. It, it, it's cool to go over all these things, um, you know, with, with two of my favorite people on this planet, man. I got really lucky meeting Frankie very early in my life and maintaining that relationship. And then I met Kate when I was really, like Frankie was saying, in that state of healing. I wanted healing. I needed it. Um, and I, I was fortunate enough to meet Kate in that period of time. And so I am blessed, man, in one way or another, for sure, um, to be able to go over this list, be comfortable and vulnerable enough to tell you yeah I, I struggle with that I did that I know people doing that um and yeah it's it's cool man I really appreciate you guys and thank you for that conversation that was very enlightening and fun to do yeah. for real so we oh sorry go ahead Frankie okay when, I, when, I, when I'm hyping up it's warranted okay that's the only time mm-hmm. I know how to hype up I can't I can't make okay. it for real okay you're making me excited you're making me happy and I gotta let you know you're dope. All right. Well, then let me throw something out there. The Barbie movie. It's a pretty big conversation in culture right now. Mm. Um, And I think that if you are someone who has self-accountability and is open-minded, then the Barbie movie will be very impactful in a positive way. That movie was fantastic. We went and saw it with, uh, for my mom's birthday, we went with uh, Hector, my mom, my sister, and my brother. And it was really, really cool. And so the reason I bring this up, it's not random. It's because behind Hector, he has a really cool um, generated art piece. (laughs) Listen, y'all. So I I went and Barbie-fied myself, okay? I gave myself some Kennergy, right? I I went and did a thing. So I made it turn me into like a Barbie, man. (laughs) Like, yo, Frank, you do. I had the long hair at one point in my life, man. It was pretty crazy. And so I took a selfie of me, man, and then I let uh, Mid Journey just have some fun turning me into a Barbie animated kind of figure. That one is definitely fun, bro. Did you did Dude. you post that up on social media? You need to. I, I need to. I need to. I, I, I posted the selfie, movie, but not. I didn't post this up there. But yeah, man, just you know that. I feel like this, I would have never done this before, man. But where I'm at in my life, you know, accepting all the healing, all the vulnerability, and some of that some of that ability to just be comfortable with who and what I am. Like, hey, yeah, hell yeah, I took a selfie. I don't take selfies. And then I let Midjourney have a little fun with it. I, turned, I made it look, make it look me, you know, make me look pretty. So, <laughs> so yeah, man. And this was inspired by the Barbie movie, for real, man. If y'all haven't seen it, I, st- I strongly suggest it because... There's something for the men and the women in that movie, man. And, uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, something about the damaged ego, man. I I have suffered a damaged ego um, and I'm in the process of repairing it um, using my humility and using my humility to repair my damaged ego. Um, And, yeah, I like having both that balance, you know, that that wisdom, that courage, that power, that triforce I was talking about earlier. It's a little something we could all benefit from. Um, we just need to be mindful what what's at the core, and the core is us. You know, we are at the center of that all. So, yeah, just take care of y'all, man. That's what this cognitive distortion list was for, just to give you an understanding and an awareness, man. Is we could be doing better. You know, we practice with intent, man. We're gonna be fucking great. We're gonna be great. I so. forget that you can say the F word on podcast. Oh yeah, but cool. <laughs> I, I like it. Explicit, explicit words in here. I'm like, what do you mean by explicit? Like. <laughs> It's good stuff. I like I like those words. I use them, but I'm not gonna use it right now. But listen, man, I'm a pirate. I use them. I use them. Hey man, you gotta you gotta let that energy off sometimes. Sometimes that's a good way to take yourself from up here to like right about here. You know what I mean? Punch that person in their face. Just throw out a few. (laughs) Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, I'm teaching my daughter not to be afraid of those words. Um, Just I'm teaching her to know what they are. But if she wants to say and ask me about them, get mad. Like, yeah, they're they're very, very powerful words. They are powerful. Don't be afraid of them. They're just as powerful as those I and those you statements, man. You can say fuck or fuck. It has a whole different tone. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's the tonage, how you use it. You know, it's funny. Curse words are are de-stressors. It can be anyway. Yes. Yeah, like, I agree. If you make it intentional, you know, it could be a de-stressor. It's the ability to mm-hmm. de-stress. The de 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 um, you call it, calm yourself down. Yeah. But in turn, it could rev another person up. It could it's turn kind of somebody funny. up. It's an exchange of energy. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Exactly. That's because they don't understand what you're doing. You're trying to you're trying to decompress. That's it. And that's the thing, if you're personalizing it, because that's one of the cognitive distortions, y'all. Know what I mean? Man. It may not be meant for you, but if you're taking it as such, then yeah, it's gonna it's gonna hurt a certain way. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this conversation was so cool. I love y'all so much, man. I'm so hey, blessed to be about back, here. Hey, so man, happy we'll, to shared. Come back anytime, Kate, okay? Anytime. Thank you. I'll wait to be invited, but I appreciate you guys. Oh, you'll Thank be you. back. You'll be back for uh, sure. Episode 17. We'll, we'll be looking for you. That's uh, the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, wasn't this 16, 16. 17 already? Uh, you back on the next episode huh? <laughs> i don't even know the order now but yeah thank you guys do you yeah. want me do you want me to get off so you guys can do it no no closing? no so oh, okay. yeah, we'll okay. close it out so listen y'all we're at the end of it all everybody that's listened man we love y'all we really hope y'all gain something from this um again all that information with the social media handles the distortion list you're gonna find all that available um and we really hope you guys were listening really well. Um, we hope the conversation was inviting enough for you to feel like you were a part of it, not just a witness to it. Um, and we really encourage that ability to do a little more, man. Tell us what's up. You know, if you have one of these distortions, let us talk about it. That's what this is for, right? Yeah. So, Kate, thank you so much, babe, for being up here. It was a gift. It was so fun. Um, Frank, my brother, always, you know, on to the next one, bro. But for all y'all out there who came through and let us borrow some time, we'll see y'all next week on PC of Mind. Much love. Much love.